everyone. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments. Make sure to wrestle with the questions. And I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. All right, so today we're gathered to talk a little bit about community, right? We're trying to lean into what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus? What are these rhythms of Jesus that shape us and form us into his image? And at least my experience in like contemporary American and peninsula life, you know, we just live in this uber busy culture. Yeah. So we have, I mean, I, literally, I, I say this joke all the time, but it's like you have middle schoolers to 80 year olds that articulate a similar narrative. You have the middle schooler, you know, it's the, the context shifts, but this, the similar experience of hurrying is the same mm -hmm. that undermines community. So, right, you have the busyness of the middle school or high schooler, like going from, you know, club sport to club sport, yeah. to test, to test, to All SAT over. prep, whatever. Yeah. Uh, then you get into like your 20s and it's just uber fast. Like you're, you're jumping from one cool thing to the yeah. other. It's a FOMO, right? Fear <laughs> of missing out, yeah. yeah. Then you're early, you're a parent, and you have little kids, and your kids aren't sleeping. And I remember Jeannie and I would look at each other at night, and we wouldn't even say goodnight. We'd just look at each other and be like, good luck, you know? <laughs> uh, and then your kids now are in middle school, high school, and now you're just like, you're a shuttle driver. Yeah. You're an Uber driver, Uber mom or dad, right? And then you get into retirement, and everyone thinks, oh, I'm just going to relax. And you talk to retired people, and they're like, I'm busier than I've ever been. And you have this pressure, right? So you have this push towards hectic busyness. Yeah. And then you have an American culture that's so individualistic. Yeah. And on both those sides, you have this undermining of community. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? Yeah. What's maybe the biblical picture? Sure. Like what yeah. should we be shooting for? Totally. Yeah. I think there's a lot of places we can go throughout Old and New Testament, yeah. throughout the scriptures. One thing that comes to mind first off is the kind of the classic passage from Acts yeah, 2, yeah. right? So Acts 2 is Pentecost. Peter has that, you know, great sermon. Yeah. You know, Holy Spirit come. Yeah. Like, How would you like to preach a sermon and 3,000 yeah, 3, people? people. Ah! It's like mass revival, <laughs> church is exploding. It's like, you know, great start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awesome. It's great. And then what, what's interesting, though, is that towards the end of that chapter, Acts yeah. two forty two and following, it's just, you know, it's somewhat famous in Christian circles, sure, sure. but it's... They gather together, yeah. the apostles teaching, the fellowship, yeah. the breaking of bread. Yeah, they're and devoted, the they're devoted to these yeah. things. And it's not just like this one-off thing. Yeah. You know, as the, all these people are coming to follow Jesus, yeah, yeah. these kind of practices, and one of them being the gathering together regularly, totally. the fellowship, the being with yeah. each other. In homes. In homes, homes synagogues, yeah. all over the place, all over the known world, the Mediterranean, it just kind of spreads. Yeah. As Jesus movement spreads, it's through these like local churches, these yeah. communities that are gathering together on a regular basis. Yeah. And it seems like as you read the New Testament that this is just kind of what's expected. Like what yeah, this part is of the, deal. the norm. Yeah, this yeah. is the norm, right? It's not yeah. just this unique one-off thing. Yeah. Like, oh, just these people do it. These Uber Christians. That was just the it. early church. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, this exceptional. is the pattern yeah. of followers of Jesus living life together. Yeah. Not just one-on-one -on -one for like a devotional study once a week, sure, but sure. all of life together. It just mm -hmm. seemed to be this you know, day in and day out sort of rhythm, every aspect of life, living yeah. together in community to follow Jesus in their world. And for us, the, the echo, the call would be very similar, right? To yeah. live life together, not just 
parsing out, you know, the hour on Sunday and mm-hmm. maybe one other event during the week or, or yeah. whatever. But it's a it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's in good. The community. Well, it's funny even that Acts two passage. It's like time is the unsaid but absolute prereq yeah. to the shared life. Totally. Right. They're reading the Bible together. They're praying together. They're sharing all things in common. They're yeah. going to temple and homes. And it's like the one thing that's unsaid but absolutely required. Is they actually spent time together. together. Yes. Which is the one thing that so many of us struggle for. Yeah. Um, sort of makes me wonder even like when Jesus came, you know, you think, well, he had options. Mm. But he could have met people one-on-one over falafel and a glass <laughs> yeah, of Galilee. Totally, wine, right? right? Yeah. Good wine in Galilee. Just go to the vineyard, yeah. you know, kick back, chat about God. He didn't do that, right? He, he grabbed 12 people that were very mm-hmm. different from each yeah. other. So it's not like even a... You know, an affinity group. Yeah. These are like you have the revolutionary and the tax collector. In the same yeah, group. Yeah, it's like they do not like each exactly. other, right? Oh yeah. So you have this group of people that are different, gathered together, mm-hmm. shaped with Jesus, and that's how he forms this first band of disciples yeah. who become core to the formation of the church. Yes. Right? The spirit comes, the church, the community ends up still being the central formation yes. mechanism yeah. of Christ like discipleship. Yeah. It makes me think uh, when I was growing up, my mom and I occasionally went to would go to mass. Okay. It was this interesting experience. So like I would go, but I never like made friends. Mm-hmm. So I would go and then we would leave, and I never felt like anyone knew me. Um, so eventually, when I hit middle school and WWF wrestling was like <laughs> that was awesome, thing, right? you know, I would like put my feet in the ground. Yeah. I was like, I'm not Boy, going to church. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, but I can create this huge contrast in my brain uh, growing up when I would go to my grandmother's. Uh, she had this little Catholic church she went to. And my experience was when I went there, the people knew and loved one another. Mm. Mm. And it was like when I walked into the room, I felt like I was welcome into their love. Yeah. And it was funny. So I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I was a follower of Jesus at that point. I wouldn't say that I even really knew or believed in God. Yeah. But I remember that feeling. Yeah. I remember the feeling of going to mass with my mom and feeling like no one knew me. And I remember going to my grandmother's little tiny church and feeling like, I think these people love one another. Yeah. And it like spoke to me. Sure. Um, and I guess I just wonder like, so when we talk about community, yeah. like that's actually one of the anchor points, like experientially. Totally. Um, and yet, right, so I have this locus, this sort of like true north, this feeling that I have. Yeah. And yet, God reveals himself to me in college, freshman year of college, and these guys on my football team, they invite to like, invite me to do this like accountability kind of community study, yeah. study thing. And I remember going in, and I remember they looked at me and they're like, this is what we're going to do, you know, once a week, we're going to pray for each other, we're going to do this. And I was like, you know what, I've never had a Christian friend. Uh, didn't know anyone until I was 19 or 20 that was a follower of Jesus wow. by my own age, wow. right? I remember going in there and I just looked at these guys and I was like, dude, I, I've never been friends with a Christian. I literally wow. verbalized this. I've yeah. never been friends with a Christian. I don't think this is gonna work. Wow. Right, so I, I had this like, you, you can be connected to Jesus having zero connection to other people. Sure, yeah. But one of the things I realized actually, so I stuck it out in that group, was how much healing came through that career. Uh, How much, like how blind I was to so many things and how this group of people were like, what, oh, Tony, you got a log in your eye there. You know, it's like I would have been totally blind. Uh, And how much like 
I felt like because of sort of early childhood stuff, like I just felt like, man, I got to just do it on my own and how much they helped me actually like rewire my expectations totally. that I actually could rely yeah. on people. Uh, and I think a lot of us carry some of that, like even just to the way we bring, come into the church yeah. and think, um, it's all on me. It's all on you. Yeah. yeah. I totally. mean, even think about following Jesus in that way when Jesus called 12 people, they did it together, together right? Yeah, totally. Acts 2, like it's the entire narrative yeah. is this communal picture. And yet almost the default mechanism we have is sort of a rugged individualism. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's like free solo, totally, right? Like yeah. Alex Honnold going up the mountain. Yes. It's like, there you go. Yeah. No ropes, no nothing, just do it. Just doing it. Yeah. And it speaks a lot to like what you're saying, our cultural moment where there's all this busyness, but there's yeah. also this individualism yeah. that's taking place. And it sounds great on the surface, like be your own self, yeah. go for go it. For it. Yeah, yeah, it's all about you. Yeah, yeah. But like the side effect of that is there's this profound sense of loneliness mm. that's taking place. Even just recently, like in the UK, they just created this new position, the loneliness minister. Like really? someone to just like be in charge. So is of this. he lonely or I don't think he's like this is <laughs> epidemic. They're recognizing on like yeah, a yeah. on a sociological level That's that crazy. people are experiencing this profound just wow. loneliness in their culture. And it's just not just in the UK, it's here mm. in the States as well. And it's into that moment, we as followers of Jesus say, no, there is something deeper than just living for yourself yeah. and being able to live life together. It doesn't mean that like we're all going to like the same thing yeah. and be the same. Yeah. You know, like again, the early church. Or buy a house and share it. Exactly. All the time. Yeah. It doesn't mean like, you know, all that, but it's just, there's going to be differences and that's mm. part of the beauty mm. of community. I think yeah. it's kind of a, a false narrative to think, oh, community means it's just the people that like the same food or yeah. like the same sports teams or whatever. Yeah, we all golf. All golf. Yeah, yeah. just do the same yeah, things yeah. together. I think of just even in a lot of the writings that Paul has, he just the Jews and Gentiles, those yeah. two groups of people and all those differences yeah. coming together and yeah. all of the class differences from masters yeah. and slaves good. coming together. Well, that's 2 Corinthians 5, right? We're going to be sort of ministers of reconciliation. Yeah. Part of that actually happens as we connect in community with one with another, another, with God. Totally, yeah. yeah. And it's just all together, all these differences taking place, but at the core of all this is Jesus, and that's yeah. what's bringing us together, yeah. shaping us. It's in Christ. In Christ, that we are yeah, all, good. all together. And into that, into our moment, is that the moment that we have now in our culture is all this loneliness, all this busyness. But as followers of Jesus, we're called to live life together in community. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, not only do we have to push back against the individualism yeah. that I was just mentioning, but also I think there's an idealistic mm-hmm. kind of mindset yeah, yeah. That, that takes place where it's like, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. No bumps or bruises. Yeah, the most over-promised yes. and undelivered Christian totally. commodity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> community. Just, yeah. And it's just like, well... If anyone, if anyone's ever tried to live in community, like yeah. in the real yeah. deal, there's you, always people you don't yes. like. Oh yeah, you get you can't go like a week without like totally. bumps and bruises, you know, along the way. And again, the New Testament letters. I mean, Paul's writing into these Christian communities that are a lot of them are having these yeah, there's conflicts. conflicts. There's yeah, yeah. fracture. There's there's differences happening. That's good. Um, I think of you know Bonhoeffer in his little book Life Together mm-hmm. he has this kind of this one section this line where he talks about those who just love their ideal of yeah. Christian community actually become what ends up essentially summarizing here destroying wow. Christian community that makes sense because it's this idea like you hold to this great ideal which yeah. is part of it's the vision that is given in the New Testament yeah but then those expectations 
you know, you just face life yeah. in the midst of that. And so then you have to figure out, okay, how does it actually look like then to live in community that's not always perfect? Yeah. It's actually far less yeah. than perfect. Yeah. But which, which goes back to, yeah, totally, right? Like this is Galatians 6, right? Bearing one another's exactly. burdens, right? So yeah. it's not simply about sort of a consumer mentality of, hey, church, you promised me friends. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like, no, no, we're in this together yeah. to bear one another's burdens. Yeah. And part of our posture in community then is, not necessarily, hey, how do we find best friends for life? Like mm-hmm. our BFF. Yeah, totally. Right? But how do we become people mm-hmm. that are like Jesus? Yeah. And part of that is paying attention to the needs of the people in the community. How do we meet them? Meet them, yeah. I remember my, my wife, uh, when we moved up to Washington, one of her commitments was, you know, we're going to go into this new place. Mm-hmm. This was like five years ago, I guess. And moved up there and she's like, you know, one of my commitments is I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. So if someone says, hey, do you want to hang out? She's just going to say yes. And it was this like amazing, I think, and beautiful posture mm. of like, I'm just going to say yes to the community that God is forming around yeah. us. Because I think that's actually always happening. Like yeah. the spirit is always bringing God us together. Work, right? yeah. yeah, God is always totally, doing this, yeah. forming us, bringing us together because he wants us to exemplify the unity of the Trinity, right? Yeah. So Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they personify, like the epitome of the universe is relational. Yes. It's a community, community. Father, yes. Son, and Holy Spirit that we are meant to uh, exemplify yeah. on earth. On earth yeah. um, and part of it is saying yes to like the ways in which God can bring us mm-hmm. together, saying yes to the ways that God can invite us to love one another. Yeah. Um, I, there's this sort of funny thing, I think, in our world right now where it's like, People are prone to loving the world, mm. and yet we struggle to love our neighbor yeah. or the Christian next to us. And right. I think this is like this is like the pivot of community is that we have to be willing to love people that aren't like us yeah. and totally. learn from them and listen. Yeah. So maybe just like super on the ground tips if you're if someone's in a well community yeah. or at Wellspring or just lonely has no friends. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, how do you go from zero to Acts 2. Totally. You know? <laughs> yeah. well, I think first off, it, it probably won't happen like yeah. zero to like vibrant Christian community on, yeah. on day one. I think for me personally, it just my own kind of personal bent, I'm way more on the introvert side. Yeah. I love being alone. Yeah. Like that's where, that's like my idea of a yeah. good time, yeah. you know? So like the community thing is something that has been something I have to really work at mm. in a lot of ways. So what, what does it look like to work at yeah, community? Because totally. I sort of feel like in my brain, like the cultural moment is like, Community should be the easy thing that you just sort of like, oh, I just sort of slid into it. It's this amazing group. Yeah. But you're talking about, oh, actually, I have to work at this. I have to totally. practice. So I totally. have to like be intentional. Intentional, yeah. I think a lot of it starts with recognizing those moments where I want to just withdraw mm. and just want to escape from people. Okay. And it's often in those moments where I probably need to be more proactive in huh. like reaching out to someone. Yeah. And saying, maybe it's just shooting someone a text. Hey, let's get together. Yeah. But spend some time intentionally together with someone that maybe I haven't seen or talked with in a couple of weeks, yeah. whatever the time frame might be and saying, what does it look like to have like regular patterns in actually being with people? Because yeah, if I don't intentionally like for more lack of a better word, schedule that, yeah. it just won't happen. Yeah. You know, and we just, have some of that pre-scheduled, right? Sure. So you have like Sunday morning. Totally. Right. So like one of the funny things that's happening right now is people are like used to go to church every week and now it's like, you know, twice a month <laughs> twice or whatever. Month, yeah, it's like, totally. it's, yeah, that's like a regular practice yeah. that you can be disciplined about. Yeah. And then we have like well communities, right? So these are home spaces. Yeah. Like in Acts 2 where it's like you can be with a small group of people that you can actually 
be known by. Yeah. And it's hard on Sunday morning. I mean, sure. we have our cool little hangout after. Hang yeah, the food and all that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's hard, you know. It's still a fair amount of people. Yeah. So having that group. Uh, one of the things that's interesting, you were talking about sort of solitary time. One of the things I find is actually I'm not very good at community unless I have solitary time. Mm-hmm. That they actually operate in like dialectic. Interesting. So like yeah. if I don't have my hike in the mountains, if I don't get away, I actually come back to community with very little to give. Mm-hmm. So there's actually this like give and take. Yeah, the both end. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't do super well if I'm always with people. Sure. Um, but I also don't do super well if I'm always by myself yeah. either. Yeah, uh, totally. So there's kind of that back and forth. I also like what you said about like you might send someone a text. Mm-hmm. Like I think sometimes we think like we go from loneliness to like robust community. Yeah. Like boom, it's there. <laughs> Instant, like, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. in and out, double double, <laughs> boom. Yeah. But it's more like. Hey, who are a couple of people that I met today mm-hmm. or I've met? I'm just going to say, hey, how can I pray for you? Yeah. Send them a text. Totally. Uh, grab a cup of coffee. Go for a walk. Yeah. You know, I know a few weeks ago you went and like just hit grounders. Did yeah. like batting practice. Totally, yeah. It's like it can be little things. Yeah. Um, that often the scaffolding of community is these little seemingly inconsequential yes. steps yes. towards relationship yeah. that we undervalue yeah. and think we're just going to get there. Um, and I think that's one of the things for me, it's like being able to think of what is a concrete step I can take mm-hmm. each week yeah. to move towards someone yeah. and whether it's grabbing food, doing something nice, saying something nice, totally. um, like moving a little bit outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like just in marriage, right? It's like, there's, there's like some overlap totally. here, yeah. like oh, marriage, yeah, sure. family, kids, uh, but even just like as a guy with other guys, like what does it look like to connect? To connect, yeah. Um, what do you What do you feel like if you had one thing like? Yeah. This is what it is. Like if you don't do this, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, I think for me the one thing would be to just make yourself known to other people mm. and just initiate. Because I'm again more on the shy side. Yeah, yeah. I don't really do well with strangers or yeah. people I don't really know yeah. that well. But it's just taking that one step of like introducing myself yeah, to them and saying, hey, you know, let's get together and yeah. hang out. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant or yeah. anything, but just that first, like that first initial. Be the hello. person. Yeah. Who says hello. Yeah. Because yeah. I think some, for me in the past, it's often been, I'll just wait for someone to come yeah. talk to me. And you're a great friend once they get talk to Yeah. But it, it's been this kind of hurdle, if you will, this kind of learning curve. Yeah. I don't that's know if good. that's the right word, but to just initiate some of those conversations and I found that you know it's not like the scariest thing in the world it's yeah, actually it's very good. enjoyable yeah and getting to know people is something I come to more and more and more enjoy yeah and it's just being that one to initiate that's good. sometimes because I think we if we just kind of wait for that to happen oftentimes it doesn't yeah. and then we kind of again that idealism kicks yeah. back in and they're like oh this isn't going to work out yeah. and then you go no it's that, I totally yeah. remember that mental narrative for me it's like this I'm willing to take that first risk, mm. but then if it bombs, yeah, like the person's a jerk or just like you try to schedule three times and every time they cancel, whatever, yeah, you can go into this mental narrative of like, you know, your Eeyore posture, yeah, like, totally. oh, this is never going to happen, yeah. you know, and you kind of go down that road and I feel like my thing would be keep going, keep going, yeah, like the community is something that is built by small steps, small steps. over time yeah. and it's about committing to a place too. Yes. Like I think it's one of the it's reasons that Wellspring, we really push towards actually like our like family home membership thing yeah. is like 
I actually think there's something prophetic yes. about committing to a people. Yes. A local people and saying, all right, these are my people. Yeah. This We're is who God this is who God has invited me to love yeah. for the season that I am here. Totally. Um, no, I think that's really really, really important. I th- just think of I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about relationships and community and yeah. how our culture is built on, he called it Velcro relationships yeah. where we like to attach, but then at the you know slightest inconvenience of the slightest, whatever, yeah. we just rip it apart. Totally. And it's just, we're kind of facing some of the consequences huh. of that's that interesting. as opposed to a culture that's actually going to be committed mm. together and building that community culture. That's not just, you know, oh, what the idealism sets in or yeah. whatever inconvenience might be, but a commitment over the long haul through the bumps and bruises because it's in that kind of long haul kind of thinking and way of living, yeah. just profound transformation happens. Yeah, that's good. Right? This isn't just like getting together just to get together. Yeah. But through the, the long haul. That's actually where we're transformed exactly. by the spirit. Exactly. That's yes. good. And it's and it doesn't just happen in one or two gatherings. Yeah. You know, it, two it, coffees does not, not change exactly. your life. Yeah, yeah, it's a long haul sort of thing. Yeah. And for us in a culture of instant gratification and yeah. like moving on. That's to like profoundly cross-cultural. Yeah. And yeah, it's like good. what you're saying to the, the, our whole membership thing, like we're committed to one another over the long haul yeah. to live life together. It's just a, a profound witness into this moment yeah. of individualism, busyness, some things we're talking about at yeah. the beginning to say like, you know what? This is where so much of the transformation that Jesus wants to do yeah. happens with your brother and sister that yeah. often sits to the right or left of you yeah. on Sunday morning. Well, I know so many people who know the Bible, they know how to pray, mm. but they don't know how to be friends with him. Yeah. And I think that's kind of indicative. And I think this is where Jesus really wants to challenge us yeah. to be the kind of people that don't just know our Bibles and maybe, you know, prayer walk the neighborhood, yeah. but also the people that are intimately connected and shaped by one another, by the spirit yeah. in community. Yeah. So let's see what that's God good. does. Yeah. There we go. Awesome.